Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Welcome back. Friday. It's Friday right now. We're, girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording this on a Friday night. But by the time you get it, it'll be a Sunday evening. evening. Sunday evening. Um, So you don't like the Drake. We were just talking about Drake. I'm not feeling it. You're not Jamaican, bro. You're Canadian. And but I, he goes back and forth, too. He kind of did a London accent in there. And right, then London, just be right, who you. But like, that's a part of him. That's a part of his swagger. When did that become a part of him? You know that's been that's been Drake. That has not been Drake. He started messing with Rihanna. No, before that. Because Baca, Baca, whatever the... <laughs> Baca. That's the one who's been who's on a lot of the albums. Come on now. Don't make me pull it out. Pull it out because you know what? When he was going, when he was talking like that in the um, no long talks or whatever. I'm or no what? long talks. Come on, Brittany. What are you talking about? What is no long talks? Is that on the new tea? New tea? More life. Sorry, don't know all the songs yet. That part. So, <laughs> you know, he was having a full conversation with the homeboy in the patois, and I'm like, bruh. Which one is that? Um, which one is that on? More life. No, 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 boo-boo. On if you're reading this, it's too late. Didn't like that either. Ah, uh, deny yourself. Exactly. That's Shake unnecessary. Your body, but... He been Jamaican. That was post-Rihanna. Take it off. Okay. I'm, really... I, I'm sure I can go back to a previous. I don't know. I'm not feeling it, though. I'm not feeling the Drake. I know, you, I know you're a Drake fanatic. Drake fan. Love Drake. And there's a few I like. I like it. But overall, it, I can't take it serious when they get into speaking in the patois. It reminds me of Safari. Okay, you took it too far. No, I'm serious. You know how Safari does the Jamaican boy. Well, I like it. You like all things Drake. I do. I, I think like Drake, Drake can do no wrong. He has a, a thorough execution. It's like always executed well. Even if you don't like the Jamaican part, it's like, okay, come on then, Drake. Okay, you're not feeling it. Fine. Yeah. Now there's a select songs, but as an overall um, album, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. So just the random rant. <laughs> um, we are back today. We're going to talk about. I think it's just an umbrella of focus, mindfulness, uh, being present, awareness. Mindfulness. Yeah, we in um, episode three, I believe it was, yes, present as a pigeon, we addressed how we handle anxiety, stress, and fear, and we thought that this would be a good follow-up um, to go a little bit more in-depth on that topic mm-hmm. um, and focusing on being mindful. Yes. So um, just to get right into it, since we done already chit-chatted about Drake. Chit chat with. He chit-chat. needs to be mindful about acting like. Okay, he's stop. Okay. Don't don't come for Drake. <laughs> anyway, um. Do so it. basically, when you're mindful, you are aware and you're paying attention and focusing on what's happening in the very moment that you're in. So it's an on purpose, intentional act, and you're not distracted by anything else. Mm-hmm. You're just living and. As simple as that sounds, it is really hard to do, and it takes a lot of practice to be mindful. I don't think it's an overnight thing that just happens. It takes a lot of practice and intentionality. So 
um, I guess in this episode, we are going to go through ways that things that we practice to be more mindful, some obstacles that we've come across, and um, some, some recommendations. recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you kind of gave a, a little definition. I think the first thing would be the obstacles. Like, it's not easy, like you said, being mindful. And I guess uh, in regards to mindfulness, um, the first thing that I, I would think about is like not only meditation because that's a way that you can become mindful mm-hmm. I think within yourself and knowing yourself and being comfortable um, being with yourself mm-hmm. but it's kind of like an overall um, like you said an idea or in regards to being present in the moment right now um, being aware and conscious of what's transpiring in you and around you right yes. so um, like you said it's it's difficult so if you want to think about meditation, obstacles that I face myself is being consistent. Mm-hmm. The the wake up every morning, no matter what, at the same time, get it, get it. Right. Before I get it, get it. Before I go on about my day. Right. Um. Uh, I know in the beginning, I never, I, I don't think, I, ha- I have been off of social media for a long time up until recently when we started this whole podcast thing. Um, so I wasn't really like addicted to getting on my phone first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. but I, my thing was like checking my emails, like, Oh, what little promos are coming through or going on for the week or weekend or my messages over the, you know, course of the night. So I would immediately get up and defer to my phone. Um, where as a couple, maybe a couple months ago, um, I started making sure that I like got up, put on like the one church podcast or my Antioch podcast and just getting that um, that good energy in regards to like the word and filling myself with something filling before mm-hmm. I got started with my day. So that was, it wasn't necessarily meditation, but it was the way that I was making sure that I started my day off right in, in regards to being mindful um, and just kind of putting that good, that good juice. Juju. That good juju <laughs> in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in the atmosphere, you know. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. That is my jam. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God. Okay, Okay. choir. Stop. You know I want to be a part of the choir. Stop. Not the harmonizing. Get back to (laughs) Back at it again with the mass choir. Okay, so, um. Yeah, so I think it's just the idea of like waking up and spending even five minutes by myself, completely mm-hmm. quiet. Um, that's my obstacle. Is that your obstacle? What's your obstacle? I've experienced that obstacle as well. The first thing I do when I get up is hop on my phone as well. Hop up out of bed. Turn, turn my, my phone on. Okay. <laughs> but, um, Take a look at my phone. Not the concert. Up. But we don't um, have to stop tonight. We had a cup of coffee before we started this tonight. We old. But um, now, now when I first get up, when I get up, the first thing I do is read my devotional. And what I tell myself is, I need to sit up and read it. Okay. Because I'll lay down and get to dozing back off and not even <laughs> soaking in the word. So I'm like, girl, turn on the light, sit up, <laughs> get up, and read it. And it's an obstacle because you know what. I hit the snooze button 
to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I don't have time for the devotional. That's me. Like, I don't have time. That's me. And I get about eight hours of sleep, but I want more. More. Want it all. More more life, more, more sleep. More sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is definitely an obstacle that I'm still working through, but I'm mindful of it. Like, yeah. I know, girl, you set two alarms, get up. At the first one, get up. Yeah. Um. I think another obstacle... Um outside of like an everyday obstacle is that we don't take time to process the journey like in just journey that's just generally speaking so we're so like we set goals which is not a bad thing Mm -hmm. but we don't um value the time the mile the milestones the process Mm -hmm, the energy mm -hmm. that it takes to get to the goal and then we wonder why when we get to the goal we're not fulfilled fulfilled. or appreciative of the goal because you're so busy looking at the end point outside of just you know being in the moment within the journey itself yes gotcha girl that was a good one we don't so what we need to start doing is um to overcome that obstacle is putting the process over the outcome because you will appreciate it so much more if every step of the way you're like having gratitude mm-hmm. and being appreciative of what it's taking you to get to your quote-unquote yeah, ultimate destination. Or maybe don't even have a destination. The journey is the destination. Come on, sis. Come on. You, you said, mm. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but she right. said, mm. The journey is the destination. That's a good and one. And I think that will help us not feel so empty all the time or just chasing uh, chasing milestones. Because you hit the milestone and then it's like, uh, I got married, now what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. the baby, now what? Yeah. I got my degree, yeah. now what? I, I need more. I, uh-huh. I thought it was going to be a better feeling than this. I'm, I'm so, like, just hearing you say that, um, I'm so guilty of that, like, Grad school, even before grad school, like undergrad, sorority, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the whole process, everything that comes with everything. um, You're always looking at, oh, but when this is over, I'm going to do this. And when this is over, I'm going to do this. So after undergrad, it was, I was so anxious to start grad school. I think I was out of school one, one month or one, maybe a year before I had already applied to grad school and was starting. Um... And I was like, okay, then it was like, well, when grad school was over, I was in grad school already thinking about when grad school was over. Right. You know what I mean? And then it was, well, when I get that job and then, you know, I'm constantly thinking about what's next, what's next, what's next. And I think that's that feeling when I was like, I'm always talking about how I feel so content right now because I've finally like settled into the person I am in this moment, mm-hmm. not what's coming down the, the pike. Is that the saying? What's coming yeah, down yeah. the turnpike or whatever? Something like that. Down the road. Right. Uh, what's around the corner? Um, and I'm just like, girlfriend, we live right here. We lit. We live, we lit baby. Right, we lit right now. So, <laughs> you know, um, just you saying that just makes me appreciate I guess the journey outside of, oh, well, after this, I'm going to do that. Yeah, think about how you look back at people like, say, a 25-year-old and be like, oh, I wish I, like, Mm -hmm. not really, but like, oh, if I was 25, Mm -hmm. you were 25, and you weren't thinking about being 25 when you were 25. You were thinking about when I'm 30, I'm going to have a husband, kids, come on, come on. Just live in the moment. When you're 28, what you are right now, what are you doing? 
do that. Come on, sis. You so that's on. an obstacle. You for teaching sure. me right. You teaching me right now. Girl. Right down in your nose. But <laughs> that's an obstacle. Focusing yeah. on the outcome and not just enjoying the journey. That's an obstacle that every day that I'm trying to be more mindful and just really real like real life enjoying the present. Enjoying where you are right here, right now. Yes. Lit. Um, I'm trying to think what another obstacle for me is. Okay, crane in the sky. Right. <laughs> um, another obstacle, well, like you said, just waking up on time and getting getting my little, getting this ass up. Shit. I think another one is that, like, there is always going to be distractions. Like, yes. Some of them are, distraction is inevitable, so. So prioritize. That's yeah. the biggest way to, I think I have that written here somewhere. <laughs> um, prioritize. And... Prior, so when you say prioritize, you mean like prioritize the people, things, like what? Yeah, I think that, yeah, people, things, yourself, yourself. Prioritize yourself and your overall happiness. There's research that shows that meditation, mindfulness, um, also sidebar, there are a bunch of ways to meditate, right? Mm-hmm. There's mindful meditation, there's chanting meditation, um, you know what I mean? Various aspects of meditation. Mm-hmm. So... In regards to prioritizing, I'm just saying putting yourself first, first, your overall health, because research shows that people who meditate are oftentimes more happy, more content with life, um, and they're able to combat negative feelings or emotions. Mm, I don't want to say quicker, but identify those feelings and turn them off because we are constantly influenced by the world around us, what's shaping us on the outside. Everything in the world is telling us that we're not good enough or that we should be constantly chasing after more this, more that, um, and that what we have is not not enough. enough. Yes. Um, and meditation and mindfulness helps us kind of risk taking that bait and feeling that and internalizing that. So I think prioritizing, yeah, your your friends, your I think your health. That's mm-hmm. that's a that's really a big part of it. Um, and outside of the meditation aspect, I'm I'm very mindful. Like you said, it's bigger than just this aspect, but being present. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Prioritizing. Prior prioritizing. Prior prioritizing. Yeah, prioritizing. And that's an obstacle because we often put thing make things that shouldn't be a priority a priority. Come and on. we have to figure out what the real what pri- the real priority What are the higher order values? Yes. The higher order values. It might take a, a sit down session, writing them down, mm-hmm. figuring it out. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Um we always kind of defer back to you are a badass at some point. Because it's like a a, uh, a lifestyle bible it's not the bible <laughs> but it's like a it's little. a good find it's a yeah. good keep good keep so um we mentioned it in previous podcasts you are a badass how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life this is by oh jen sincero 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 mm-hmm. shit ain't my last name but um there is a chapter or a um, part of the book. The book is broken up into three parts. And part, oh, maybe four parts, I think. Four parts. Because yeah, the last one is like how to stop doubting your greatness, I think. Yeah. But um, part three is how to tap into the mother lobe. And it starts with um, discussing meditation. And she's basically, I think she's Christian. I think this I think author is, is Christian too. because she, she talks about tapping into your source energy or the universe, but she constantly defers it back to being like God. So Because she, that's her source energy. That's her but source energy. I think energy. she leaves it kind of open. Ambiguous, yeah, yeah, to whatever it is that you want to, um, whatever that is to you. But 
she's talking about that in this chapter and basically communicating that meditation and mindfulness is basically you you connecting with your source energy and being mindful of everything that's going on and it helps you connect with that source energy or god and silence the chatter um in the world and and help you identify that inner guidance that you have inside of you so um she she mentioned that when we meditate and we practice getting into the vortex and connecting with the source energy we automatically or it automatically brings us into the present moment it raises our frequency it opens us up to receive unlimited information and ideas relaxes us relieves stress strengthens our intuition and ability to focus allows us to hear our inner voice more clearly fills us with light and love puts us in a good mood and helps us love ourselves i think that's a good way to break down like meditation some of the benefits of benefits it. benefits yeah. as fuck definitely <laughs> benefits af right um so if you guys if you guys are struggling or or even this is just a great book it's a good book that's yeah. a sidebar get this book but she she breaks we'll down write it down in the show notes in the show notes it go down um she kind of breaks down like how to meditate basic meditation and different ways to meditate get this book it's 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 life. It's life. So yeah, if um not pen not focus not being able to focus and having a lot of distractions is a problem for you as it is for as it is for us, then that book is um something that would definitely help. Yeah. Overcome. In addition to everything else that she talks about, it's just a great book. Yeah. Good read. Um, especially if you're in your like mid twenties, early twenties. Yeah, I think it's perfect. Maybe in general in life. Just get the book. Get the book. I think I told my mom to get it. I, maybe I'll maybe I'll let my mom borrow it. Yeah. Um. So maybe you guys have some obstacles you can share with us. Those are probably like that's probably my my biggest one, is making sure that I'm consistent. But I guess I can talk about it in my personal experience. What steps do you take toward being mindful? Um. Some steps that I take are just. No. No, I'm like, sorry. No. <laughs> um, like so, I walk my dog every morning and every afternoon as well, and that is like a time, one of the times where I'm just really being present. Like, okay, I'm walking my dog, even if like, say I walk my dog before work. You know how I said I have a problem with time. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this dog his 15 minute walk. Good for you. So I'm like just. Looking around, like, at the neighborhood. I like my neighborhood. I'm looking at the homes. Mm-hmm. Um, just focusing and enjoying the walk and being present in that moment and not worried, like, oh, my God, I need to hurry up and walk him so that I can get to work. Like, no. We're just going on our walk. This is it. After work, even better. I'm off work. You know, it's time to wind down. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, one of the, the times and, like, a step that I take towards being mindful. Also in the shower. Like, I feel like when you're in the shower, you really don't have nothing to worry about. Just cleaning but that little clean, tootie. But, but getting clean. <laughs> so, like, I just really, like, when I'm, this is one, one gym. Come like, on. get a body wash or body products or something that you really love. And, like, when I'm washing myself, I'm like, this smells Taking in so, all those scents, huh? Yes, I'm like, this smells so good. This feels so good. Like, this tells me Why are you skin, rubbing your... <laughs> I'm like, this tells me my skin is going to be hydrated. Like, I'm really, like, feeling it. Yeah. I really be feeling it. Like, wow, I'm so happy that I got these products for myself. And I'm just really soaking in all the benefits. And, like, I'm getting out the shower feeling lit. <laughs> 
So, I do that with my coffee in the morning. I'm like, wow, I love the way it smells in here with the coffee brewing in the morning. Put it in your creamer. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, wow, I'm so blessed. I'm so yeah. blessed to have a coffee maker. <laughs> right, so those are two steps. So the walk, well, three, the walks, mm-hmm. the shower, and the coffee experience. So basically, like, if you turn everyday tasks into mindful activities, you're, you'll find yourself being Taking more steps. and more mindful. Yeah. 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 You know what? Um, what I do is I use my my facial steamer a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. With, now I create a whole spa experience, baby girl. I turn my spa music on. See. Um. There's there's a if you guys have Apple Music, there is a playlist. It's like 50 best meditation songs or like, and it has spa music and all this stuff. Let me fi- let me find this because this find is my joy. It. Remember, didn't I send this to you? And I was like, this is my favorite one. Did you? You sent me so many things I might have forgotten. But I sent that. Okay. That should have been something you downloaded. Well, send it again. So, but um, I agree. The steaming, the facial steamer, baby wow. Girl, baby it girl. It is a, um. That, that's, <gasps> let me see if my spa music is in heavy rotation. Look, 50 best yes. meditation music. So it's called 50 best meditation songs collection. And um, if you guys want to get that, get that. But number 24 is my favorite. Yeah, 24 is my favorite. What is that one called? Carabic guitar tracks, ocean okay. sound. Let me see if I can get y'all a little simp. A little simp simp. Girl, turn it off. I'm, <laughs> I'm going into the sunken place. The good, the good one. <laughs> so um, what I'll do is I'll turn my steamer on. I'll set, and I use this as my meditation time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll set my timer for about 15 minutes, and I'll put my meditation music on, my my spa music, honey, and I will just go there. Oh, no. Yeah, and I'm making sure I'm sitting upright, mm-hmm. and I'm just really feeling everything that's happening. Sometimes I just let my mind wander off. Um, that's another thing. When it comes to meditation, your mind doesn't have to be so still, 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 because it's inevitable for your thoughts to run, mm-hmm. let your thoughts run and, and, and cue into that voice that sounds like you, you know what I mean? That that's not the outside world creating impressions on you. Mm-hmm. Take that time to really understand like, Oh, this is really what I feel, or this is what I'm, I'm feeling in the inside. And you mentioned earlier that it might not be something that's a positive feeling. Yeah. There um, might be some negative things that come up. Definitely. One quote in this, didn't have an author or anything. So I don't know who said this quote, but it's You said it tonight. <laughs> Brittany said it. Peace of mind is not the absence of conflict from life, but the ability to cope with it. Come on. So, like you said, it's not always going to be positive positive feelings, but you're feeling what you're feeling. You're feeling it and you're identifying and that's the, your feelings. That's what being mindful is. Feeling exactly what you're feeling, processing it, and then dealing with it. Dealing with it. But so, that steamer, we gonna put that down in the a in link the to the steamer. Now, Brittany, this is the second time you haven't had that phone on. And I did, <laughs> I did, I did. Sorry. Um, we're gonna put oh, this yeah. the steamer down in the show notes because I think that will be valuable to a lot of people. Who okay, just to the tap podcast. the phone, like tap the side of the phone. She acting like she don't know how to work her iPhone, and please make sure it's off. It's on silent, <laughs> Mother Mary. Um, but yeah, so the steamer, steamer time spa music gives me everything I need. I wake up feeling like a new woman. I'm like, wow, I was just born again after yeah, that. Yeah, and you follow up with that mask, follow pull up. out all those toxins. <laughs> I pull out my whole spa. Pull out your life. <laughs> so, um, that really is like my little twice a week gym that I do 
two times a week. I like to pull that little steam out, baby girl. Um, also, I guess we can kind of go into that, our personal experience with our mindfulness. So we kind of gave you guys our little overview about obstacles, but a couple of things that we have been doing in regards to our life. And you know, <laughs> why, why do we do everything like our, literally, our, I feel like our lives are like parallel in regards right. to experience. Like, well, this is what we're doing. Right. We are collaborative. What we're doing. Right. We're a duo. We do this. Um, but really, it's just that we come across things, we share it, and we... It works. Yeah, we vibrate on the same frequency, and we're like, I'm down for that. That that makes sense to me, makes sense to you. So um, that's just sad. It's implemented. Implemented. Um, but turning off the cable... Mm. You turned off your cable first, and I, I was so scared. To girl, t- I turned that cable. When I found out about that fire stick, I said the cable. I mentioned it before, but I said the cable is gone. Cable. You telling me I got the movies from the theaters, Everything television lit. shows, and, like, there's not that much good stuff that comes on TV because I know a lot of you have cable, and you channel surf, have pay $200 and be like, it ain't nothing on, on TV. TV. yeah. I was so scared. Brittany turned off her cable when she got that fire stick. And I'm like, you know what, girl? I can't go without my cable, honey. You had the fire stick and the cable. Fire stick times cable. And then um, I was noticing being more mindful Mm -hmm. and aware of what was going on. And I'm like, you know, I come home every day and I do not turn my TV on. Mm -hmm. I leave the TV on for my dog during Mm -hmm. during my work day. And when I come home, I turn the TV off. Uh, I've never been a real big television person i'm more of a music person Mm -hmm. um and even when i come home i listen to various podcasts right like i'll turn my podcast on on the speaker Mm -hmm. before i turn my tv on or find something to watch on tv because i'm just not a tv person so once i had the fire stick i was feeling a little more liberated yeah after remember after the one month i said calling charter and turning this shit off now so um turning off the cable really helps me be more intentional and mindful in my life because when there's nothing on TV, I just turn it off. Yeah. And then I do something else like read or um, listen to a podcast or listen to go music, to sleep. Anything. Yeah. 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 And you know how you said you're not a TV person? Not. And I'm, I'm not either, but I would find myself just because I have cable turning on the TV for background noise and like just to fill up dead space. But now without... You know, with having to go through a fire stick and find, find something particular you know, to watch. You're, you cultivate that time more and you, you're like, <laughs> You're I'm... even more intentional with what you choose to watch. Mm-hmm. Because I had that experience too. I just used to, you know, I get lost in the 600 pound life. Right, girl. That, I just let that play and then I end up not going to bed until mm-hmm. midnight because I've watched Nicole's story. <laughs> <laughs> from 10 to 12 and I'm like wow this isn't even something that I necessarily would have turned on and been like my 600 pound life coming on I love the show right but it was a, like a stumble upon you would you do know. the binge unintentional binge, binge. yes 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 as opposed to like hey I'm I'm setting time out to watch tv tonight mm-hmm. and not that your life has to be rigid or that strict right but um there's only so many I probably have like really like two or three shows that I watch that I catch Mm-hmm. And other than that, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know, like I watch Food Network or whatever, you know, a lot. Yeah. But that's not, you could catch that anytime. Any, on the weekend or something. Anytime. It's not like something that I don't, I literally don't have a scheduled show that comes on and I'm like, you know Except what? Except for the, Insecure. 
Now, girl, honey, we got to figure out something for that. I asked about that. I said, is Insecure on your it's fire on there, stick? But it's not on there today. It comes out. Well, 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 we have to revisit that because maybe it will be. We'll focus on that on another episode. Because, God, I need that to you, girl, because I can't, you know, I'll be, ooh, I'm connected to them characters. But, um, like a guilty little show that I watched, The Love and Hip Hop, I really hope Kirk. Let's not you even know, get into it. Let's not even get into it. I'm going to say one thing. Say it. I'm going to say one damn thing. <laughs> I was looking on Instagram. I said, Wow, I hope, I hope Rashida has left Kirk's ass. Because, you know, you never know what the follow-up is while the show is, the because season the is playing out. Because the show was recorded before. Right, and I just want her to do, Rashida, if you listen to this, queen, no. you gotta leave Kirk. Like, and I get it, marriage is tough. Love is a battlefield. But not this. But she's... Kirk, golly. Okay, that's it on Only that one. Only in love and war. Stop. So, um. He done shot her in the face. You ain't even watching this. I know I'm not watching it, but I, I saw text it. Brittany. I said, "Are you watching Love and Hip Hop this season?" She's like, "Nah." I'm like, "Girl, please catch it. At least tune in episode three and four, girl, because Kirk is a dirty dog." I knew it. That's when back when I used to watch it. The feelings I had for Kirk were real, and I said, "Girl, pull back." That's why I stopped I because I had to pull back. I wanted to stab Kirk, but I'm he don't re- he don't deserve a boss chick like Rashida. Boss chick Rashida. With her own. What you know, that's and not her. She got her own. Hey. Okay, no her, for real. She got a beamer. And she got in on her own. Her she was a dreamer. But she's she sleeping all alone. Okay. Hey, hey. Stop. Okay. God. We need a jukebox. We need, we need a to have a music episode. <sighs> okay, but anyway, um, we're gonna digress on that. But um, in regards to the, the, the cable, cable. <laughs> I just think that it helps us with intentional consumption. Uh, a couple weeks back, we decided. Right. <laughs> Wasn't really like a we, um, but no, we didn't even decide together. We just literally were like, I'm need I'm a social a media break. break. Yeah. yeah, it just happened that we were both like on the same vibe. Like, you know, I and and like I said before, I hadn't been on social media for like an Instagram where it's constantly a flood, a news feed of stuff, of mm-hmm. shit to see all the time. Yeah. Because Snapchat is kind of like, if the people you fucking with ain't posting nothing, ain't nothing to watch. Right. Instagram is infinite. It's like, you go if on you that search app, page. That's it. You go on the search page, there's, there's the search page people you don't double. even know. You know what I mean? Like, and you just get lost in it. You go on their page and then you back in 2013 looking rabbit at all hole, the, the rabbit hole. Right. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't I hadn't had that experience in so long, probably shit, maybe three or four years that I hadn't had Instagram. So recently when I got back on, I found myself using being more on that shit than I usually am. And I was like, ooh, I need to dial back because this is just too much. Like it's just it's too like much. It's like sensory overload. Too much energy and we just kind of chat like we always do, and we're like, need a break from the social media because it's just overwhelming. Yeah. Too much. Too so much. being, and then after the break, being more mindful about the the time spent, setting parameters, like okay, because not checking it at work and yeah, like the downtime. Yeah. Mhm. And also like focusing. If I'm doing something, my phone, like I will in the middle of a task, I would be like clicking on the phone. Next Girl, thing I know. Right. I'm on the page. Right, right, right. T. And completely taken off path. Right. 
Yeah. So definitely intentional consumption, being mindful with tech, and that includes television, um, even texting. But I don't really have that many pointless text messaging conversations. I'm just saying. I like, find value in my text messages. Yeah, I'm just saying for other people who might be texting a lot about nothing, like you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. Just tossing that out, sprinkle salt bay. You. <laughs> Um, you gave it to Just saying, but definitely the social media, uh, It has. I had to pull back every time. Every time I find myself getting too into it, I'm like, scale back, sister. Because yeah. half the stuff that I'm looking at or even that I'm posting doesn't add val- valuable. It's not it's valuable. Not, no. It's just like you're just doing it because you feel the need or the urge to do something. And after after that kind of break, it was a, a very intentional break for, for, I can say us, I can speak for us. Mm-hmm. Um, because we intentionally did not get on social media. Um, I think that now that I've, I've allowed myself to be back on Snapchat or, or Instagram, um, like you said, I'm mindful of like, uh, I really don't need to be on there right now. Like, like in the middle of the day, if there's like, I, I have no, I have a little downtime, then I'll be on there on that. And now I'm kind of like, mm, don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Don't care. And it's like, eh. I get it. You know, social media, that's an integral part of our society. It's, it's inevitable. But there just has to be some sort of, like, cap on it. Like, it has to be, like, a, a cap on it. And, and once I get back on, then I'm like, I, I, I find less value in watching certain things. Yeah, and that's that's what I was going to say. That's the bad part. I think it's because yes. um, we can't control, like, we don't have the power to control what other people do. So, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's why you have to be mindful about, like, what you're consuming, what you're mm-hmm. you're watching, what you're clicking on. And the only way to do that is to pull back or say, like, don't click on that person's Snapchat story. That's what I but have to do. But then it's just like, damn, just unfollow them, which sucks, too. But it's, it's like, just, I, I feel like mean. we, like, it happens in waves. Like, sometimes I can deal with it, but on days that I can't, I'm like, I'm not. And, and really what it just comes down to is, like, you want to add value to, um, add value to, I guess, the process, the journey. You know, like, I I have found myself, I'm just more mindful that I don't really post during the week. Mm-hmm. I don't post um, on my social media accounts on the week, not for any, any well, I guess it is for a specific reason. Not like, oh, I, I'm, like, protesting. You're rigid on not posting. Right. No, it's just that. I'm just living my day-to-day life and my day-to-day Monday through Friday is kind of boring or it's just, it's just my regular life. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that posting anything about, Oh look, I'm making my coffee. Oh look, I'm eating my lunch. Oh look, I'm driving to work because during the week I have a set schedule Mm -hmm. up in the morning, gym in the morning, work, dinner, walk the dog home. Like it's, it doesn't really deviate from that unless I have something planned, like a concert or we go out for something specific. So I'm like, eh, I don't think anybody's going to find much value in just watching my boring day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I, when there, when I have something going on on the weekend, then I don't mind sharing it. During the week, I just, there's so much noise mm-hmm. in, in social media and, and, and in, the, in our life. I don't want to con- contribute to that noise. Unnecessary noise. Yeah. Right. And I feel like a lot of times that's what people are doing. That's no shade on anybody who's posting mm-hmm. every minute of their life. Because some people are posting value. Like some to- some people. Some people. Yeah. But some people are just. Just. Aren't. Just. Yeah. Just <laughs> aren't. And I just don't want to. If it's not valuable, at least like, oh, this is a cool place. Or look, guys, like mm-hmm. this is like pretty cool. You might find joy in this like I did. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
But other than that, I just don't want to add more to the noise. Sometimes there's a lot of oversharing. I hate, you know, we that was our, that was like our topic of conversation yeah. this week. <sighs> Save some things for yourself. Mm-hmm. We don't have to know it all. We as in we, we as in everybody, the community, the the, the world. We, we don't really care. Um, not being, not being mean no. because I don't want to be, why are my hands up? Don't I don't shoot. know why. She, girl, she got the don't shoot hands don't up. Don't shoot. Not being mean, but. Being realistic. Being realistic. Like save something, like everything. Because it because you didn't post it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. And I think that it takes mindfulness to be like, before, like, yeah. when you're posting, you're like, maybe you can, not every time, like, I don't want to make it dramatic, but real life, like, so, why am I sharing this? What were you saying about that? So, like, before you post something, you're just like, okay, you ask yourself, why am I sharing this? Am I sharing this? What type of reaction am I expecting to get? Am I sharing this for attention? Am I sharing this to share some information? Like, why am I sharing this? What am I... But you said that... You also mentioned that... About oversharing? No, about, like, when someone posts something, it it probably highlights or is speaking to something that they're lacking. That's what oversharing. So, basically, Mm -hmm. like... um, I'll I'll come right back to that. But, um... Sorry. Just... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ask yourself that and I think that'll help you like filter out like before you post you'll notice that oh I'm being more intentional with like what I'm posting and it might not be every time but more frequently you'll be like I don't need to post that yes when like, you second guess it yeah like, I don't th- there's no point but as far as oversharing goes like I read an article that says oversharing stems from a lack in some place and that can be from several places, maybe a lack of self-esteem, maybe a lack of money, uh, a lack of awareness, hell, just a lack. Lack. Lacking in you fill in the blank. Yeah. Um, and like Brittany said, we're not making social media like like drawing up your will. Right. Like, <laughs> we're not making it that deep. But um, you have to take accountability for what you're putting out mm-hmm. and, the, and the noise that you're creating the noise that causes you to be unfocused yeah or just and and or that can cause you to be unfocused yeah like i just don't want to aid in that that noise and that that chatter and that that you know like mm-hmm. it's some i think maybe because i am more mindful it just takes it's a lot more draining to watch like nothing mm-hmm. not and i that again that's no shade on whatever anybody's posting but um like, some stuff is really nothing. Yeah, I agree. I don't know how to say it without being mean or say rephrase it. I don't think it's being mean. I think maybe we should take that oh, that idea away from it. Like, you know, like, when you're, uh, I don't know, trying to be a, bring awareness to something or go against what the norm is. It's like, you're the one that's tripping. Like, everybody else is doing it. You just don't want to do it. Right, yeah. But, um... The feeling, this is a valid feeling, like, definitely. And and you know what? I guess the, 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 the on the contrary, um, I guess it's the same idea that if you find value in posting whatever it is you post, then post away, my friend. If you find value in oversharing, and oversharing is very subjective. Yeah, I guess that's right. It is, you know, because... Well, I guess it's we're not individual's responsibility. Sharing. That's why you... Uh, refrain from um, being on social media as frequently because like I said earlier you can't control what other people do but what you can control is not 
visiting. Not consuming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not, not visiting consuming. the sites, taking mm-hmm. a step back so that you, you know what you can handle. So yeah, when it becomes too much, turn it off, log off. You think you can handle it again? Go on Dibble back on, take it in small increments and move on. Cause yeah, people are going to do what they want to do. They are. We, we don't have any control over it. Don't. Um, don't. <laughs> so we were talking about cable. No, we, 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 oh. we passed on from cable. We were talking about mindful consu- consumption. And then, um, when you said think before you post, I guess it's the same idea you were mentioning that now you are more mindful in regards to thinking before you speak. You want to tell our oh, people, thinking. our girlfriends, thinking before that. we post, thinking before I pick something to watch on TV. And also, yes, thinking before I speak, I did not used to be mindful at all. Like I would feel like if I say something, then everybody should automatically know that I mean no ill intent or no harm. Like just know that. But, um, Growing and in experience in life and just um, realizing how some people may have um, taken like things that I've said, I've I've told myself that I need to be more mindful on my delivery. Mm-hmm. Like it's not all about you. So if this many people are saying that maybe they felt like you were rude or like they caught they took what I said the wrong way, then be mindful in presenting presenting your same thought with a different approach so that. When they receive that message, they receive it how you intended for them to receive it. So I've been very mindful with my words, with like people um, at work, just out and about, like my relationships, because I don't want to come off as rude or nasty because I'm not a rude or nasty person. Like I'm a thoughtful, kind person. You are. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But I want that to be received, like, all around in my words and my actions. I just want, that's how I want to be viewed. And um, that that comes with being mindful. So I've been really mindful. Like, I'll have a text message typed up, and, and I'm still being my authentic, true self. It's just taking that extra step, making sure... That's that's a self inventory though. Yeah, you're you're you are aware of things that can be tweaked right. to make you better, and it's not that you aren't being your authentic self. Is it's making your authentic self your best self? Yes. So because yes, people true. love to say, "Well, this is just who I am. I'm just this way." Okay, well, bitch, get it together. Right. Get a different way, and then come holla at you, girl. Right. So yeah, I'll have a text like you know typed out, and I'm like. Because I'm, like, very direct. And sometimes when you're direct, it could come across as just uh, blunt or rude. So I'm like, let me reword that a little bit and hopefully maybe (laughs) it'll be received better. Yeah. That's good, though. I'm proud of you. (laughs) You are getting so dramatic. Uh, Drama. (laughs) But, yeah, so mindful with my words. Mindful with your words. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Monotasking. You said oh, that this is something that you want to work on is monotasking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Um, See your thoughts. Yeah, and you know what? In what? in regards to that, mom, I um. What? See, wow, my brain, <laughs> my brain moves faster than like my mouth. Yeah, right. But um, I think it was maybe two or three years ago. I had a New Year's resolution, mm-hmm. and I tell every I walk fast. I talk fast. I think fast. I do everything very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was 
telling my mom when I came up with this like thought and I told her about my resolution, you know what? I want to think things and do them in that order. I want to control my thoughts. Like, okay. I know this sounds kind of hard to to get, but break it down to us. Let me break it down, break it down, down. So my thoughts run, 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 run. My thoughts are like going right now. Mm-hmm. But I want to, in, in the order that I think them, I want to do them. So it's the same way about carrying out a task when I think it, because I will think, you know what? I need to go get dog food. I need to clean up. I need to, like in the morning. Mm-hmm. See, you see how I just thought that and I yeah. didn't finish? <laughs> in the morning, I'll get up, right? I'll put my sausage in the pan. I'll turn my coffee on. I'll pull out my, my stuff that I'm going to make for my lunch. And then I'll be pouring my coffee, flipping the sausage. Like, I I will, I will do it all at once because my brain is like, you can do it all at once. Mm-hmm. So I had told my mom that year, I was like, I want to do things in the order that I think them. Mm-hmm. If I think, hey, I should turn the coffee pot on or I should turn the Keurig on. Turn the Keurig on and be done with the task. Mm-hmm. I should cook my sausage. Cook the fucking sausage and then move on to packing the lunch. Mm-hmm. But I literally will like take the dog leash out and be like pouring the food at the same time. Okay. Like take the leash off. So I do like things like to severe multitask. <laughs> yes. Severe. And I feel like I'm I'm very good at it. I just need to be a master of my thoughts. And that's the thing with um monotasking like it's not to say that you're not good at multitasking because a lot of us are good but there's so much benefit in monotasking because you're like solely focusing on that you're giving your full energy and you'll notice that you're either retaining more information Mm -hmm. or you're presenting a better um final outcome because um you put your full energy into that and like i'm i multitask a lot too not extreme but like you Mm -hmm. know like with work like I have, I write to-do lists and like, I'll start one thing and then I'll be like, oh, let me do this real quick. Let me go, like, it'll pop up. Let me go move those monitors real quick. Right. (laughs) No. Just sit down, finish one task, fully complete that, and move on. Like, and then you'll probably get more done or, like I said, you'll complete things. You'll be more thorough because I'll do one task, like I said, pull out the phone, get to reading an article, or let me tell y'all. I had a problem up until recently of reading like three books at a time. Instead of getting a book, completing the book, and moving on, I'll start a book, find another book that sounds good, start reading that book. That's two books. Find another book. Ooh, this sounds good. Three mm-hmm. books. Up until recently, that's <laughs> what I was doing. But I told myself, no, girl, you're going to go back and finish all the books that you have started. And then you can get a new book. Or then you can start a new book. And I have finished three books. Queen. Love it. And I'm happy. The idea of monotasking right now is making me... um, Nervous? Yeah, like a little anxious. And I don't know if it's coffee. (laughs) Or um, just really the idea of being like, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) What? Are you serious? Yeah, seriously. Like, no, like, it's great. I think it's great, but... I, that would literally change the, the full dynamic of my life. Not that it wouldn't. Maybe I'll just try it for like seven days. Try it. This is what I do. I wake uh, up. I'm like, mm. I turn on my, I hit power on the Keurig, but then I do like, I have steps like brush teeth, wash face. Then I make the cup of coffee and I drink the coffee like as I'm getting dressed. Then I make the food total. It's separate. 
girl, I be feeling prepared. Like, oh, I'm eating my sausage. No. Whatever. Uh-uh. Because you going to burn yourself. No. <laughs> That's the worst that can happen. No, you know what else? I need to get a set routine in the morning yeah. that I do not waver from. Like, up in the morning, make bed, brush teeth, wash face. Like, like, room is done, bathroom is done, kitchen. Go back to the room to get dressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I bounce around. Help. I bounce around. I'm like. Bounce back. You know, like, I do it all. Uh, so, maybe I'll start that Monday. And I don't want to start on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, start it Monday because you know what? And Another, I need to get up at the same time every single day. I think that helps, too. 6.30. And I also read that, um, you know how you said you're feeling, like, a mm-hmm. anxiety. But studies show that when you monotask, like, that helps remove stress. And allows you to be more productive and more positive. I want you to come back and tell us how. Oh, what the I don't think was. I could do it at work though. Okay, it's different. You have to compartmentalize things at work. Yeah. If your job entails you multitasking, sweetheart, you, have you gotta to. multitask. You have don't want to. Don't want to yeah. lose my gig. Don't want to lose your, your well being. <laughs> I have to do this for only one thing. I can't Daddy, stop one. asking me about the chart. I'm doing something. <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, so I'm gonna take on that little personal challenge and try to monotask in, in the morning. In try the morning, it in the morning. I'll try. Um, yeah, I'll try it in the morning and see how that works for me. Um, I guess just the final tidbit because we done talked about one million five thousand twenty five. No, no, no. five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure? Please. <laughs> So, what are some things? Ouch. Recommendations? Yeah. What are some recommendations? Um. Okay. So, like I told you guys, I'm more of a music person. Mm-hmm. Um. So, if you guys are into mind, um, excuse me, guided meditation, which is guided meditation, is usually where you hear someone leading you through the meditation. So, close your eyes, taking a deep breath, feel your rib cage expanding. Mm-hmm. feel it collapsing it's all of that okay. um if you guys are into that or if you're if you are trying to get into meditation and maybe that's your segue into meditation um sheila marie is ace hood's girlfriend mm-hmm. you probably seen her on um instagram she's like curvy curly conscious whatever and um super body posi positive for the people who aren't with the no <laughs> Um, but she is, um, all about meditation and healing and higher thinking and vibrating at whatever frequency. Um, and she came out with a meditation mixtape and she took like a, not like a hip hop perspective, but a very down to earth, relatable, um, I guess platform Mm -hmm. to try to convey meditation so that people understand it. So um, that's available on Apple Music. If you guys have Apple Music, you can download that for free. But I think she has like nine nine, um, nine tracks on there. And it's like self-acceptance, love. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, a, a multitude. I told you to check it out. I, I, know, I don't think you I haven't had did. a chance to. Yet. Wow. You're really taking I'm monotasking. Okay, but come on. You said. <laughs> no, I am because I su- <sighs> I'm just going to. 
say. Just get to I'm it. I'm not that good with meditation, so that would definitely this be, probably that would help. be helpful for me. Yeah, she has one about your authentic voice, acceptance, work, fear, love, serious daydreaming, a protective prayer. So um, I really was digging it when mm-hmm. I first tried it out. So if even if you guys want to drive and listen to it, that would be a good one. Uh, Headspace. You use Headspace, right? I use it for a little bit for the free trial, and that helped, too. That was like a guided meditation, too. Yes. Yeah. Headspace is another app. If you guys want to try that out, guided meditation, um, one in the same. I did think you it's... subscribe, or did you just use? No subscription. Okay. No because subscription. Because I heard babe. when you subscribe, you get more um, perks, but I didn't pay. Nah. I didn't want to pay the fee. I said. You know how many free free trials I can go through? I can just keep downloading apps. <laughs> right. Another keep one. Keep free trialing. Um, but Headspace is a good one. Headspace is a good one. Um, this anything? one recommendation is not related to meditation, but uh, in regards to um, intentional um, consumption <laughs> on my phone, um, <laughs> I use the Moments app that I heard in another podcast, and it told me that I was on my phone one time for three hours. Oh, my God, queen. I said, that's when I said. A change has to happen because why am I on my phone for three hours out of the day? Do you know what I could do? Oh, three hours out of the day or three hours like consecutive? No, a total of three hours. Yes. Oh, okay. I could see that. I could totally see that. But that's a lot. Three hours. It would. At one time, I think it even said five hours. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's half. That's almost a work day. That's almost a sleep cycle. You should be getting paid. Paid. (laughs) I haven't gotten a dime. No dime. For being on my phone. So. Um, the moments app, and we're gonna put all of this um, down into the show notes. If you I would really like hope to. we do this this time, we are. I just <laughs> said we are, and we are. Um, the moments app, it lets you know like how much time you even spent just looking at touching on the screen. Oh my god! Um, if you have a problem like me, just clicking the button, like, do I have something? Right. Um, your email, social media, I'm any other apps. Um, it takes a record of that. So that app helped me. It just helped me realize that wow, you're on your phone too much. You can be, yeah, and you can pay um, an upgrade for them to like block if you don't have the self control no. to block the apps for a certain period of time. But I just told myself you're not going on. Yeah, no. Just stay off your phone, and you know what helps also moving your phone, putting it in your purse, put it in your pocket, focus on what you're doing. It doesn't need to be on your desk. I can't foresee it being like. You, things happen but i'm not a parent where i need to be like on call or anything mm-hmm. so put the phone up when it's phone time or when you're done with the task and you are ready to do that then do it but yeah. i don't need my phone just sitting right there i already have the vibrate off when it's on silent yeah that helps too because it's just like oh no what i want to do that okay well I that mean, helps I, me yeah 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 that's that's great golly Another yeah. crane in the sky. <laughs> but um, that helps me just not having it on vibrate because I just feel like I have to stop what I'm doing when I hear the vibrate mm-hmm. and address what's on the phone. Address. Another thing that I learned from another podcast, what? move the apps around. Oh, what's So, that? like, basically, um, you know how you back? are, you're almost, it's almost just, like, it's almost programmed for us to do it. Like we naturally go directly to wherever our social media app is. Mm -hmm. You automatically go directly to wherever your text messaging app is. So um, wherever you keep your social media app, move it it with something else. Like Like the book. Yes, your iBooks there or um, your Bible or 
um, you know, whatever it is that will keep your mind off of necessarily social media and you can do something more productive. So I think iBooks would probably be the most productive if you have something on your phone related to that or one of those apps like meditation, um, one of the meditation apps or what's another one? Like Zen Habits mm-hmm. where you can read some articles about being mindful. That's another app, Zen Habits. Um, just basically switching things around so that you aren't, it's almost a, a mechanical response. Like it's, it's we are uh, like trained Programmed. Programmed. God, Lee, Germany. Um, Program. yes, to, like, go directly to, oh, I'm going to go on social media. So try flipping your apps around. That's a good suggestion. Put your books, yeah, put your books where your Instagram is, and even if you just read a page, like, oh, well, you opened up the app, now you need to read the whatever time you were going to spend on your... And you probably fulfilled the little urge to be on your phone touching something. Yes. But then you got some benefit, actual value out of it. Yes, yes, yes. I've noticed that I've been able to... Um, I usually read on my phone versus like a hard copy book, mm-hmm. but I like switch my apps around and I pull up like at night when I'm in the bed after there's nothing on TV to watch and it's off mm-hmm. instead of getting on social media, then I go to my books and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll read a couple pages for a few minutes mm-hmm. and I'll go from there. And right now I'm reading 10% happier. That's mm-hmm. a book on meditation too. Sounds good. Um, yeah, there is a, a um, they, the guy, Dan Harris, he was in the minimalism documentary. What, what was the anchor, he was the journalist journalism anchor on good, um, on ABC. Is it Good, good Morning America's on there? Whatever, he was on various programs, and he had an anxiety attack, a meltdown on air. And it was, you know, it stemmed, I'm, I'm like only in the beginning of the book, but mm-hmm. he had an on-air breakdown where he was like, it was just really bad. And and from that experience, he decided to like speak to someone um, like a psychologist mm-hmm. and like really get to the bottom of like his issues. Mm-hmm. And this book talks about how he got into or he kind of transformed and went on the path of meditation and how it made him 10% happier. Um, 10% is so small, I guess, but every increment, I guess, of time or, or percentage counts. Yeah. Whatever. I'll let you guys know I how was it goes. Listening, <laughs> well, that's another podcast, Happiness. But Okay. Um, That sounds like a good read. Maybe I'll read that. After I finish you my book. You know books. what? I want to make a recommendation to Apple and, I, and I, iBooks. After you're done with the book, you should be able to take it from your shelf and email it to someone. That'll be awesome. Because a lot of times you read the book and then you're done and you can never minimize it and give it to someone. And never log into anyone's Apple ID <laughs> on your phone. I did that, and I didn't have access to my Apple Music for 94 days. So be mindful and don't do that. <laughs> um, I'm going to make that recommendation however you can make a recommendation. But do you have a recommendation anymore outside of any of the apps? Uh, no, I don't have any more. That's all my recommendation. If you have an Apple Watch, there's like a little Breathe um, app on there. It's not really like an app, but it does tell you to take like a couple deep breaths, help you refocus. And, and center yourself. So that's a good a good one that I I, sh- I don't even wear my watches frequently. As and I if you don't should. have a watch, there's like a breathing exercise, 10, on the phone? 7. No, just that you do. So you like take a deep breath in, hold it for 10 seconds, let it out, count in the 7, and then keep doing that repeatedly. And it like makes you feel good and relaxed. And like that's a mindful act. Like <gasps> have mm-hmm. to breathe in and <gasps> Let it out. So if you do that a few times, you'll notice that you're in the moment. And in the moment. Mm-hmm. Right here, right now. Because you can just 
break out into a meditation or a small breathing practice, which is like meditating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at your desk. If it's just like quickly, you know, like, okay, I brought my, sometimes, oh, this is a recommendation. What I'll do is, because this helps me be mindful and, um, uh, what am I, mindful, I guess. <laughs> um, I'll make me a little cup of tea. Come on. And like. I like the chamomile tea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll make me a cup of tea and I'll just sit back and I'm like, I'm drinking my tea right now. Soaking in how that tea tastes. Feeling good. This is at the desk? At the desk. <laughs> it's tea time. And you know, I'm I'm drinking my tea and I'm feeling good. I'm not doing anything else. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. I'm drinking my tea. And having a good ass time. A great time. Uh, my job, they do on, I think it's twice a week or even on Wednesdays for sure. I know it's Wednesdays from 12 to 12, 15, they do meditation and I can never make it over there because I'm always so busy during That's like a crunch time, you know, like Mm -hmm. right before lunch. Um, I wish I could get over there. Maybe I'll make some time one day to just get over there. I know I I want to, I'm going to try that out. But, um, I think we kind of gave, gave. A general overview. I think more jobs are implementing the mindfulness approach because it really is a benefit. It helps. We have yoga at my job on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Every Tuesday from 12 to 1, you have the opportunity to do yoga in the park. On lunch hour? Mm Mm-hmm. Ours is afterwards. They like, but you know they got the gym and all that and they, the little power. But it's a benefit. go. Go and just tune in. Like, don't worry about work. Pull out your, I bring my yoga mat when I remember to bring my clothes. That's my issue. Remember to bring, remembering to bring my clothes. I go out there and it's a good um, little midday adjustment. Yeah. So being mindful is a study that has um, been implemented in the workplace. I know some offices, some like some of the new offices have like um, meditation pods and love stuff it. like that. Love it. Love it. For employees who just break away. And take a moment to themselves. But if you don't have a meditation pod, Get pull out own. some tea at your desk. Get your own. Ooh, I just yawned. Um, so I guess I guess we can we can go from there. We can wrap just it up. yeah, we can wrap it up, wrap it up. Um and just a little FYI or information. Our next podcast will be on minimalism. We know we talked about minimalism on episode, was that five? Yes, I think episode five was on minimalism where we were kind of introing what minimalism is and watching that documentary. If you haven't already watched it, minimalism, a documentary on the simple things or about the simple things. Yeah. um, By the minimalist. But a lot of our mindfulness and our ability to be present and our ability to be more intentional stems from minimalism. We have been implementing and um, using minimalism as a tool and it's kind of helped us in our, our everyday life. So we are going to chat about that. Next episode. Next episode, like Dr. Dre. Um, so if you guys want to reach out to us, which you never do, but <laughs> uh, maybe this will be the, the time you do. But right. we do want to say thanks for telling a homegirl who told a homegirl who told a homegirl who told her grandma and her sister. Well, probably not her grandma. Right, cousin. All of them homegirls. Um... Thanks for downloading the Black Girl Bravado podcast because it's been lit. Right. We don't, you know what? As many people as downloading this damn podcast, we, wanna... we don't have nearly as many subscribes and rate, um, not subscribes. Um, reviews. Reviews times ratings, people. Right. So that we would appreciate if you enjoy the podcast and you're feeling it, 
Show Britney. us some love. You didn't have to say anything. <laughs> um, show us some love by a rate and a review. And yeah, if this adds value to your life, if you have liked any of these episodes, if you have sent any of these episodes to anyone, if you just fuck with your girls, then let us know. How are we supposed to know? Right. We'll love it. Come on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys, make sure you rate. Make sure you review. And make sure you subscribe. And you don't even have to review. Um, you could just rate it. Yeah. You don't have to say like, I love y'all. Right. You we would just, love that. But right. you don't have to say it. You could just give us five stars or whatever. Right. Um, but we do appreciate it, you guys. We hope that it adds value to your life. We love doing this. So if you love it, just keep listening. Right. Holla at your girls. Peace out. Bye. That was dramatic. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.